this podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics like self-improvement, business, health and beauty, and random thoughts about life from a Christian perspective. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. Now, I already know I'm going to upset some folks with today's episode. I get it. If it's too much for you to handle, feel free to change the channel. (laughs) Regardless of whether you are vaccinated or unvaccinated, you should really be concerned with these vaccine mandates. It's been absolutely fascinating to me how quickly folks are willing to give up control of their God-given rights to control their own bodies. The term of what is even considered fully vaccinated and even which type of vaccine that's viewed as acceptable has or already has changed. I'm looking at you, J&J and AstraZeneca. Many of the people pushing these vaccine mandates appear to be people older than 60. The vaccine should be a choice, not mandated by older officials who are scared. The government is not considering all the young, healthy people that aren't being affected. And as I've stated before, we're not going to lock down, vaccinate, or mask our way out of this situation. Feel free to check out episodes 148 and 151 for further details on my thoughts. This episode, however, is all about Chicago. I was born and raised in the Chicagoland area, and I know this city like the back of my hand, okay? Now, I know Chicago is filled with corrupt politicians, but I just didn't realize to what degree, all right? The latest city to attempt to implement a vaccine mandate is Chicago and some of the Cook County suburbs. Emphasis on some of the Cook County suburbs. We'll get into that in a minute. Now, it's even more obvious that this decision was made as an attempt to punish people who chose not to get the vaccine. On December 21st, without talking to any business owners, Mayor Lightfoot decided to implement a mandate due to the surge in cases. And I'm saying surge in air quotes because I actually saw it in air quotes in quite a few news newspapers as well. Again, she didn't share what she considers to be a surge and did not indicate how long she expects this ridiculous mandate to stay in place. By the way, folks, if you keep testing, you're going to find more cases. For the life of me, I do not understand how people do not understand that. By the way, these tests could stay positive for up to 12 weeks. So if you really think about it, I don't know what testing is really going to resolve either. Um... And another thing to keep in mind is that some of these tests are giving off false positives. So, of course, you're going to see a surge with all of what I just mentioned, okay? It's amazing to me, and we haven't even gotten into how hospitalizations are actually being counted as well, okay? So we'll get into that a little bit further in the episode. And then we also don't hear the severity of these cases or the recovery rate. Be sure to check out the Hustle and Faith website in order to check out the articles that I'll be referencing throughout this episode. So especially the part where I mentioned the false positive tests, it's amazing that this is happening around the world, okay? So be sure to check out the website. I'd only stopped at three. (laughs) So I, I can only imagine what else is out there. But anyway, now according to idiot Mayor Lightfoot, her mandate was done to protect people's health. Please, again, check out my website because none of these rules even make any sense. People vaccinated and unvaccinated 
have immediately called out the mayor on how hypocritical these rules are. This mandate was not immediately implemented. According to her reasoning, this mandate was needed to save lives. But again, she did not implement it immediately. First of all, what changed between December 21st to January 3rd? Oh, I know. The mayor was hoping to see if she could get some more last-minute revenue she could finish squandering. Also, if she was concerned with the surge in COVID cases, why did Chicago proceed? Again, Chicago continued to proceed with hosting yet another New Year's Eve firework display along the Chicago River. I wouldn't trust a word this woman says if her tongue came notarized. She's incapable of telling the truth. Incapable. It's literally like she woke up and thought, how can I punish those people who didn't do as I said and further screw over the business owners? And by the way, this is the same woman who was caught not abiding by her own rules during the early phases of the pandemic and has been caught lying, lying on more than one occasion about a variety of topics. Again, she's incapable of telling the truth and she's more of a do as I say, not as I do type of person. <laughs> now, my favorite rule of this ridiculous mandate was the one that said that you're exempt from the mandate if you are a non-resident athlete or artist. I'm sorry, do these folks possess some sort of special powers other than money? And it's amazing to me that restaurants, gyms, and indoor entertainment owners always have to take the brunt of these insane policies. There is no evidence that these locations are where COVID originates. Yet events like football, basketball, and Lollapalooza can take place and aren't even viewed as super spreaders. <laughs> the logic clearly boils down to who has the means to generate more revenue, not science. And by the way, using Omicron as an excuse makes no sense when there isn't any evidence to substantiate that it's more dangerous. If anything, what's being reported is that it's, it has similar symptoms to that of a cold. Now, according to Lightfoot, she decided to implement this mandate to start on January 3rd in order to give business owners more time to <laughs> comply with this rule. Again, she literally announced the rule on December 21st and wants it to go into effect on January 3rd. Absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's clearly evident that she did not discuss this with business owners because the business owners are pushing back. Some have asked for a deadline extension. Others are asking for government and police assistance in case customers get upset. Restaurants, gyms, and indoor entertainment business owners are already suffering. I was recently in the loop a couple weeks ago and it was dead. Like dead, dead. <laughs> Some of my favorite restaurants were closed and there were a lot of empty storefronts. If Lightfoot really wants to finish off whatever little business was left in the city, then bravo for a job well done. This is the perfect plan. How ridiculous is it to ask someone to essentially be a vaccine bouncer for a mom and pop restaurant? Several restaurant owners have already said it's hard enough to find employees. And now you want to burden me with this nonsense? For the record, I don't care how good your steak may be, out of pure principle, I will never provide my personal information to strangers, okay? Not doing it. The timing of this mandate is incredibly suspect. Despite the fact that for almost two years, the vaccinated and unvaccinated have been able to dine at restaurants, go to the gym, and other indoor venues, and now all of a sudden this can't happen anymore? 
I mean, both sets of people were wearing their masks and taking them off when they got to their table. Both sets of folks put them back on again when they went to the restroom because we all know that COVID is lurking in the aisles waiting to get us if we don't put our mask back on. And we also know that COVID apparently has a height requirement since kids didn't have to wear a mask, right? It just seems a bit strange to me that the folks that are so worried about COVID spreading are missing out on the fact that a lot of folks have been bringing in germ-infested dogs to their to restaurants, grocery stores, and even on flights. Why don't we start there first? Just saying. <laughs> and here's the kicker. Employees can be unvaccinated as long as they test, but the patrons can't be unvaccinated. Even knowing that vaccinated and unvaccinated can spread COVID, vaccinated employees don't have to test. Make it make sense. <laughs> By the way, the office of the chief judge of Cook County is also mandating that their employees get the vaccine. But judges are exempt. Again, what is the purpose of these mandates other than people who are clearly drunk on power and want to see how high people will jump for them? I really would love to know what Lightfoot thought was going to happen by implementing medical apartheid and how it was going to help heal this city. <laughs> you know, I would love to know what her thought process was. Some Cook County suburbs are already stating that they aren't going to comply with the mandate. Cook County suburbs like Orland Park, Arlington Heights, and Burr Ridge are not going to enforce the mandate. They're going to leave it up to businesses to enforce the mandate if they want to do so. Again, check out the website for all of the articles that I'm referencing throughout this episode. More people need to take a cue from these towns and do what they're doing. The city of Chicago, nor Cook County, has enough staff to enforce any of this nonsense. The city is hoping business owners will comply. If you listen to how they're talking during their press conferences, a lot of it is maybe fined, possible fines. Again, listen to what they're saying and what is written. It, it's, it, it really does conflict, okay? And I think the reason, the main reason is why it conflicts is because, again, the city of Chicago and Cook County, they just don't have enough staff to enforce any of this nonsense. They are truly hoping that business owners are going to comply. And if I were a small business owner, I would never comply with these rules. <laughs> I would never allow anyone to purposefully diminish my ability to make a living. If my business fails, I want it to fail on its own because of something like, hey, I had bad customer service or my food wasn't good. Not because I couldn't find a bouncer who doubled as a vaccine checker. Seriously, make it make sense. Many of the Black and Latino-owned businesses are going to end up closing, and they were barely making it as it is. Many of the grants and the loans that were meant to help these folks out, surprise, surprise, never made it to them. They made it to restaurants like the Cheesecake Factory or Ruth Chris because we all know that they needed these funds, right? <laughs> Again, hopefully you can sense my sarcasm. My gut instinct as to why you're seeing all these mandates come down the pipeline is because Lightfoot wants to make it seem like she's doing her job. Lightfoot could care less about the people of Chicago. Crime continues to rise. You're seeing crime in areas where you never would have seen it before. And education in this city is a complete joke. CPS already realizes that you can't trust her. 
<laughs> Teachers are underpaid, and now they're expected to do double duty by sanitizing their own classrooms. They can't get substitutes. They can't get bus drivers. I mean, the list goes on. Then you have a rise in homelessness. I have never in my life seen this many homeless people sleeping outside on the sidewalks and the parks or under the bridges, which again is absolutely fascinating to me because the number of luxury high-rises being built continues to increase. And the irony is that many of these buildings barely have anyone in them or remain completely vacant. And then you have homeless people sleeping right in front of these buildings. It's sickening. Again, these mandates have nothing and I mean nothing to do with science and everything about control and hiding the fact that President Biden is doing a lousy job. This is why I don't get into politics, because both sides, Republicans and Democrats, are filled with complete idiots. Emphasis on idiots. You know, I remember someone asking me before the election, you don't think Biden's better than Donald Trump? And I said, listen, neither of these candidates inspire me. What you're asking me to do it's like choosing between which drug is better for you, crack or opioids. Neither one is good, but one gives you the appearance that it'll help you, but it's no less dangerous than the other drug. I was right. In a recent article, Black voters continue to express their frustrations with the Biden administration. Voting rights are being stripped away. I don't see him signing any bills regarding police reform. Nothing has been done in terms of reducing or eliminating student loan debt. Black people continue to experience low home ownership rates due to banks not giving them loans. Heck, last week I went to Chase Bank and was racially profiled by the teller. To make a long story short, I wanted to take out a cashier's check from my own account, and the teller didn't believe that it was my account. <laughs> Despite the fact that I entered in my PIN number and had all these forms of ID with my name on it, demonstrating it was me, okay? I immediately told that woman off, <laughs> and then I went to another branch and got my cashier's check in less than five minutes. So I did file a complaint against the woman, and I contacted uh, Chase's executive office complaint team, again, because my goal is to get that woman fired because there's absolutely no way in the world that woman should be working in a bank or anywhere, period. <laughs> Again, incidents like I just described and all of the aforementioned issues are issues that concern Black voters. So needless to say, many Black voters are underwhelmed with Biden. They are tired of being told to be patient. I think we've been patient long enough. All right. Again, Black voters didn't want someone like Trump in office because he's clearly advocating for the KKK. So it wasn't really like there were any real choices in the whole matter, okay? And again, sadly, I was right. Biden isn't doing anything either. And it never ceases to amaze me how even something as small as student loan forgiveness isn't being addressed. I mean, it's mind-boggling because that was the main reason why a lot of folks voted for him. But anyway, Biden says that he doesn't have the power to forgive student loans, yet he's attempting to mandate what you can put inside your body? Make it make sense. By the way, Biden already conceded that he can't solve COVID and it has to be done at the state level. The CDC doesn't even know how many of their own employees are vaccinated, yet they are attempting to ask business owners to do something they themselves can't do. Now, I believe that COVID is real. However, I believe that there is a big difference between dying from COVID and with COVID. Meaning, let's say you have cancer and happen to get COVID. Now, the recovery rate from COVID, from research that I've read, it, it varies between 97 or 99%. So, again, 
for the sake of argument, let's just say the recovery rate is 97%, okay? If the person with cancer died, would you say that they died from cancer? Or would you say that they died from COVID? Now, I'd like to think (laughs) most people would say, okay, that person died from cancer, but that's not what's happening. Scenarios like the one I just shared are the ones being attributed to COVID deaths. Now, I have friends in the medical community who have expressed their frustration (laughs) and disagreement to me regarding how these numbers are being reported, but are too scared to go against their colleagues for fear of retaliation. Now, many of these deaths are occurring often in elderly folks or folks who had pre-existing conditions. Now, with that said, I do believe that many of these figures that are being shared in the media are being manipulated. The stats that really leave me shaking my head are the folks claiming that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This really doesn't make any sense to me. The CDC is literally getting their information from hospitals that have volunteered to share their information with them. So you're not even looking at a complete sample set, okay? Then when you hear the CDC say phrases like pandemic of the unvaccinated, the CDC fails to share that when all of the breakthrough cases, again, that's just a fancy way of saying vaccinated folks getting COVID, started occurring, the CDC stopped counting the number of cases of the folks that were vaccinated that were hospitalized. So needless to say, If you aren't tracking the number of vaccinated people that were hospitalized, the only data left to share is unvaccinated data. That's the only data they want to share because it conveniently supports the narrative that vaccinations are the key to ending this pandemic. Never mind natural immunity, having a good diet, exercise, getting rest. Pfizer knows what's best for you. You will never, ever create a vaccine that will offer 100% protection. Viruses mutate and weaken over time. So blaming unvaccinated individuals for variants is just juvenile and stupid. The Delta variant was already out before the vaccines rolled out. So I'm not even sure how that got pushed on unvaccinated folks. (laughs) Omicron was a variant discovered in South Africa among a highly vaccinated population. Again, that had already been in existence. It's just South Africa was the first country to actually bring it to other people's attention. Again, both vaccinated and unvaccinated can spread COVID. So here's where I stand on the issue. If you want to take the vaccine, take the vaccine. It's your body, so it should be your choice. You're the one that has to live with the consequences of your decision. In the event that you're one of the so-called rare, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, folks that end up suffering an adverse reaction. Again, Vaccines are supposed to protect you, so whether someone else receives it does not affect you. If the efficacy of the vaccine is based on other people taking it, then you need to reevaluate your approach because then you're encroaching on someone else's right. It's been really interesting to see how folks belittle others just because someone's decision to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated doesn't align with what that person wanted them to do. (laughs) Gotta love the irony, right? It's truly no one's business. And if someone feels bold enough to ask that question, hey, are you vaccinated? Respond back with an equally invasive question. After all, it's only fair. If people are that concerned about COVID, then do what you need to do to feel safe or continue to stay home. I hate to break it to you, but just taking a step outside 
opens you up to the possibility of getting sick. At some point in time, you have to decide how you want to live your life. Life is filled with activities that consist of varying degrees of risk. So the desire to expect that the world revolve around you is totally unreasonable. Again, regardless of whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you should be concerned with these vaccine mandates. And again, it's so fascinating to see how quickly folks are willing to give up control of their own bodies. The part that's most disturbing to me is that the powers that be keep changing the goalposts, folks. If you're still listening to the CDC or tiny tyrant Fauci, I just don't even know what to say to you at this point. (laughs) You can tell by Fauci's demeanor, this is the most attention this man has probably ever received throughout his entire career. All right. He gets off on the thrill of people seeking his advice. The CDC is clearly in bed with the pharmaceutical companies. You now have pharmaceutical companies holding out their hands for more money to create more vaccines to combat each variant. Each variant. (laughs) Yet people aren't supposed to question their motives. Moderna's CEO stated, that the current vaccines likely won't work against the Omicron variant, which is, if you think about it, extremely troubling, seeing that based on the research from South Africa, Omicron is a much milder variant than previous variants because its symptoms are that of the common cold. I seriously do not understand why people don't see that this is becoming a money-making machine, okay? By the way, The CDC literally flip-flopped once again and shortened the time that you need to spend in quarantine in the event that you test positive for the virus. And by the way, it's the same length of time regardless of your vaccination status. Obviously, this move was made because companies started complaining and wanted to reduce the labor shortages. Again, the whole masks save lives and vaccinations save lives are nothing but lies. Definitely not this vaccination, if that's what you want to call it, because it's definitely not acting like one. (laughs) Just because someone says that they're a doctor does not mean that they have your best interests at heart or that they're incapable of being bribed by the pharmaceutical companies. The term fully vaccinated has already changed. Now it means three shots instead of two. Israel is on its fourth shot. At some point in time, (laughs) I would like to think that common sense would kick in, but clearly common sense isn't all that common anymore, huh? How many shots will it take before folks realize that this isn't about science, but about control? The government is attempting to use these mandates as a way to punish individuals whose choices did not align with the ones the government wanted them to make. One, the vaccine does not prevent you from getting covid Two, the vaccine does not prevent you from spreading COVID. Three, the vaccine does not prevent you from getting sick if you do contract COVID. So there really should not be all this nonsense about vaccines saving lives. For the life of me, if you see the vaccines aren't working, why doesn't the medical community focus on encouraging people to build up their immune systems? Oh, I know, because you make more money from treating symptoms rather than curing or preventing the issue. Now, I know some are going to say, but what about the immune compromised? Please stop using this as your excuse to justify why we need vaccine mandates, okay? The vaccine does not stop the spread of COVID to the immunocompromised, which again is another point why these mandates do not make sense. Please, these folks were able to handle their situation before the vaccine. 
And since COVID has a 97% recovery rate, the majority of the people who catch COVID will live. Again, just put your thinking cap on for just one moment. We're all in the same boat. And you will never convince me that getting shots, what seems to be like every five minutes, is normal. Just because people say something doesn't mean it's the truth. You just have a bunch of fools, politicians and celebrities believing what the pharmaceutical companies tell them to say, and then use the media to reinforce their message. And then you've got everyone else that goes around like a parrot just repeating what was said to them without actually taking it into consideration and questioning the logic. Again, the irony is that many vaccinated people are the same folks who are quick to say, my body, my choice, which should really apply in all scenarios, not just specific ones. This whole COVID situation reminds me of Proverbs sixteen eighteen: Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before fall. And I seriously wish these politicians and those who believe in their lies would not be so prideful to admit that you're wrong. Again, don't take my word for it. Check out the articles on my website, and most importantly, do your own research. These people do not have your best interests at heart. They are doing what's best for their pockets, which is their bottom line, okay? Please wake up and realize that you have more power than you think before it's too late. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.